So people listening to us right now, some of them are sharing their faith, maybe a small percentage. Others, if you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. You want to do this, but something is fear hindering it. Fear. It's fear. It's again, it's fear. 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 And if you have fear in your own life for other things, you're not living in faith, so you're hindered to share your faith. Welcome back to the Gary Wilkson Podcast. I hope you joined us last episode. We had uh, Barry McGuire with us. You may know him from Car Crazy or McGuire's Mirror Wax. And more it's and not more. a mirror wax. It's a car wax. Car wax. <laughs> is that right? Why do I call it that then? Well, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's really funny. Um, my grandfather was uh, demonstrating to testing some products on his car out in front of black car, of course. And his pastor came by, Pastor Harding. And he said, that looks like a, that's that's a mere bright finish. And my dad looked at me and said, that's what I'm going to call my company, Mirror Mirror. Bright Polish Company. So that was early on. So that was, so even when you you met us early on, it was Mirror Bright Polish Company. And the branding has moved away from Well, uh, when I went retail, I had to have a whole different branding that wouldn't interfere with what we were already doing. It would need to be a whole new thing. Okay. So, um... It was a story. I, I, it was 1969. We just landed on the moon, and everybody's space age. And I, I looked at using the name McGuire's, but it's such an odd spelling name. And then this guy yeah. brings me. He was the guy who did the the uh, Ralph Lauren logo, the the horse, and the, yeah. you know him that. And he Gorgeous. was there with me. He says, and he brought me a crude version of this McGuire's logo, which was like Art Deco. Only we didn't even use the term Art Deco at that time. Hmm. We threw everything old away. We threw old furniture away. We threw old race cars away. We threw everything. We had no respect for old in America. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this guy is wanting me to use a old logo. <laughs> he said, you have to capture your history since 1901. Hmm. And it seemed right to me. So I went to the board, asked them for a quote. They gave me, they didn't even want me to go retail. So they gave me no help. They gave me a very <laughs> modest budget. Wow. And I called the guy that night. And I said, Craig, how much will you charge me this project? Understanding we're not Ralph Lauren, okay? I don't have much money. So you got to be kind to me. <laughs> he said, well, call me back. He said, I'll call you back in 15 minutes. And while, while he calculated, I prayed. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, Everybody's going to criticize me because this is 1969. We just landed on the moon. Everybody's going to say this is the dumbest thing you could ever possibly do, but it seems right to me. I want to follow you. So here's what I'm going to do. If he comes in over the quote, if he's the wrong guy, have him come in over the quote. Not the quote, but the budget they gave me that morning in the board. And if he's the right guy, have him come in within this modest budget they gave me this morning, and then I'll never look back. Well, the logo has since become incredibly valuable to us and yeah. and, and uh, high profile. And he in, when he called me back, the quote he gave me was to the dollar. Oh, no, that's too cool. That they gave me that morning. Yeah. And that's the point when, I, when I got done with that phone call, I said, okay, God, yeah. I understand you're interested in the affairs of man. You want the whole of me, every part of me, well, and I'm not going to take another step without <laughs> you, and I haven't. Well, I'm sorry. I called it. McGuire's mirror wax. <laughs> it's okay. It's you're not, not the only and, one. And usually on my podcast, I don't have people rebuke me or correct me. But since you're the chairman of my board, <laughs> since you're the chairman of my board, I'm going to make a, a, an allowance here today. <laughs> that's and funny. I, and a, that's I'll funny. Call, uh, car wax. Well, you're, and, yeah, it's, that's, that's a great it's a throwback to history. We've yeah, known each other that long. It right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that was the year we moved to California. Where yeah, you, boy. Well, again, if you hadn't seen the last episode, mm. uh, listen to this one while you're already in the middle of it, but then go back and get that one as well and get the 
book. Uh, you're going to be thrilled about this because it has really several powerful things, not only igniting your life and your faith, uh, sharing the gospel with others is the way to ignite your life and the joy, but then also defeating fear with effortless, effortless yeah, faith. That's the big part. That's, yeah, and, that, yeah. That, and the two wow. are so interwoven wow. to, together. And so so we got to the, I say, the motive of this and the heart of the joy and and, and what God is calling us to in the Romans 8 passages you were sharing with us last episode. Um, but moving in a little bit more to the sort of how do you ignite this kind of life? Uh, are there some things if, uh, you know, I'm listening to you here right now and I'm saying, okay, well, how do I? How do you do I, that? I, I want to do that too. Yeah. yeah. There's so few churches talking about sharing your faith. Almost right. none do. Right. No, you're absolutely But of right. those who do, they don't tell you how. No. And so the only ha- fallback we have are two programs which uh, have a lot of stuff for you to memorize. And, and, and they've won millions of people to the Lord. A huge, huge respect for them. But most people don't go through programs. So they, then they use it as an excuse. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I haven't been trained. But you don't have, a new Christian doesn't have to be trained. We said last last episode, mm-hmm. the most prolific faith sharers are new Christians. Yeah, absolutely. Because God is their first love. And when he is your first love, you'll do the first work. You'll tell people about him. It's just yeah. automatic. Uh, so probably part of that question is why, why do the people not even try? Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. and it just seems too difficult. I need to have more information. I don't have the right personality. He didn't say go in the world, all you who have a certain personality. It's for all of us. Yeah. But there's we have a million excuses. That's so they are, folks. Yeah, they, they're excuses. Yeah, personality and gift. I'm not gifted. I'm, I'm not, not gifted. I'm yeah, not it has gift nothing to do with the gift. Or, Sharing yeah. your faith is not a gift. Yeah, right. Okay. So people should try. I had, I had a friend. Uh, he's actually the guy that works with me on um, managing some financial affairs. And and uh, Tony was running out, running one morning, and he, he raced by, by very quickly. Uh, an Asian gentleman looked like 90 years of age, hardly walking. Uh, and God told him to go back and talk to that man. And he thought, no, this is a nudge. Mm-hmm. And God says, yeah. And he says, no, no, he, he probably won't even be able to speak English. He heard God say, just try. Just try. He said, well, he, he won't be able to understand and, you know, and he won't have any answers. Just try. And the third time God said, try, he turned around and he ran back. And he pulled up beside him and he said, hi. Uh, you know, I just felt like I'd like to talk to you. And it seemed like a, a nice morning. And so they started a conversation. It turns out the guy's 90 years old, not in good health. And he said, have you ever thought about um, uh, eternity or what's life after that? He says, no, I never had any thought about that. He hmm. says, well, I, we didn't get better credit. What, what's your name? He says, oh, my name is Try. <laughs> Go help Try. Uh, <laughs> I mean, God has a way to wink at you oh, and just wow. say, I'm right there. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. What are you worried about? Yeah. I'm right beside you. I'm, I'm just going to set it up. Yeah. You don't even have to set the appointment. And the guy who... Did that would have missed out on the seeing, joy, seeing what God you know. How many times I heard him tell, up. he has lots of stories, but I hear him tell that story. I was right what if he hadn't, hadn't followed? Try, yeah, what if he hadn't done that? Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. you know. Yeah. And many times I walk away and say, Thank you, Lord, yeah, thank you, Lord, yeah, for Is getting there, me over there. That if, if that would not have gone well for that person, had they been left to their own device, that would not have gone well, yeah. And you allowed me to play that role, wow. It's 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 pure joy. It's just pure joy. So you get into it and it's easy. Just I mean I've got a million stories. How how do I pick one? You know. Uh, <laughs> well, while you're thinking uh, of that, let me ask you this. So you you said um, like about one percent of 
followers of Christ share their faith with others or even even yeah, move. Yeah. They think that, they're sharing their faith by being good people. Being good people, but it's but it's yeah, but it's not being good tell, doesn't get us into heaven. Good news. No, no. The so people listening to us right now, some of them are sharing their faith, maybe a small percentage. Others, if you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. You want to do this, but something is fear hindering it. Fear. It's fear. It's again, it's fear. 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 Yeah. And if you have fear in your own life for other things, you're not living in faith, so you're hindered to share your faith. So it's a. It, we we got to get out of this fear thing. It has a double impact. It's it has a double impact. Your it own does. heart, your anxiety, you're living in your stress, yeah. and then you yeah. lose the joy <clears> to be able to. You, you want you want to trust the Lord to direct your steps, but it's a scary world. All these things going on, and what do I do next? So you start worrying about that. Um, you, you don't hear God answering your prayers. You're praying, but you're not hearing any real answers. But he says, if you're not praying with wholehearted faith, I don't have to answer. So Christians on their way to heaven are living defeated lives right now for the most part. Yeah. How do you, how do you overcome fear with wholehearted faith? That's the question. That's mm -hmm. the real question. The only scripture I can find in the entire Bible that explains that the clearest well, there's several, but the, but the pain I use is the Romans 8, 28, because yeah. he says, I promise you, I'll make everything work, work together for good if you do two things. If you love me with your whole heart and you live for my purpose to seek and save the lost. I'm sorry, folks, that's sharing your faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's moving everybody every day closer to Jesus. But it's fun. And when you get into it, you realize it's not an obligation. It's fun. I walk into a room now. And I'm looking around. I'm there, a business, whatever. And I'm looking around. Who am I going to get? Yeah. I walk into a car show. That tire lawn yeah. is an evangelistic opportunity for me. Right. I'm yeah. going to sell car wax. I'm going to love on people. I'm going to help them with their questions. But I'm looking for the people that are hungry for God. And it happens continually. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like a pinball machine where I'm <laughs> there and there and there. And you just touch people and move. And, 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 and then once they start to close up, just say, God bless you. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. You can only take them so far. You can't force feed Christianity. Yeah. But when they're asking... That's the thing when you when you make yourself available, they ask. Yeah. Most people are hurting, and nobody cares. Yeah. Most people need love. Nobody loves them, yeah. and all of a sudden, a stranger, a complete stranger, comes, and the Holy Spirit confirms that your love is real. And within five minutes, they start telling you things they wouldn't tell their closest friends. Mm -hmm. And then the Holy Spirit gives you scriptures. To meet that particular need, all of a sudden you're both embracing and you're just having this wonderful yeah. time. It's a God moment. You know, God orchestrated the whole thing. Beautiful. And I walk away from that with God, seeing God look down at me and say, good job, yeah. Mary. You know, and his joy gives me strength. And yeah. so, yeah. and then what I live, I have effortless faith mm. because I know as I'm living my life that way, yeah. he's he's making everything, even the bad stuff, work to good, work for mm -hmm. good for me. That's the end of fear. Yeah. It's effortless faith. Yeah. You're just in the yeah. In the, um, when somebody is, you know, so I'm going to just going back to that one percent again. Yeah. Um, let's just say there's got to be another five or six percent that is not necessarily living in fear. They're they have the joy of the Lord. I, I've met them. You, you know, you have too, right? You met the man. He's on, he's on fire for God. He, yeah, he loves the Lord. Absolutely. But then if you were to ask him, like, hey, do you get a chance to share your faith? They'll still say no. Yeah, I'm wondering if yeah. there isn't. Yeah. Uh, for me, one of the blockades was the enemy was 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 not trying to get me to stop <clears throat> sharing my faith. He was getting the enemy was getting me to have a particular way of sharing my faith. In other words, yeah. 
Yeah. I, yeah. It was always about finishing the job. You know, that may that be per- the best question you asked. Okay, getting people say. I hear people say, it's just hard to get out of my comfort zone. Right. I start doing something that I've not done before and I'm not good at it. Mm. You don't get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, ah, I love if, that. If you're yeah. a Christian, you're loving yeah. on people. Yeah. That's Are you it. uncomfortable loving people? Then that's you're it. not a Christian. Yeah, then you're not a Christian. So <laughs> yeah. if you're a Christian, you, you're yeah. comfortable loving on people. Yeah. So and that's it. Yeah, just show No agenda. Love. Yeah. Just love on them. Make yeah. sure they know your love comes from the Lord. And you just do things to it. You know, God's blessed me. Why are you caring? Well, God blesses me. God's, God loves me. And he wants me wants to love people through me. That's yeah. all. And then you go on to your conversation. You don't preach at them. Never preach at them. Yeah. Just love on them. But connect to God in, in fun ways. So I just trust God and he, and he lets me talk to people like you, which is great. And, and uh, so when you do that... It's just, it's, there's no agenda. There's yeah. just no agenda. You just want to love on them for the pure purpose yeah. of loving on them. And when they're hungry, they will come along. I call it chumming. Uh-huh. When you go out deep sea fishing, you throw a chum. Yeah. I've got chum lines going out in every direction. Some of them have been out for 30 years. Yeah. I have some chum lines been out for 30 years. I oh. reconnect with them. They're still not ready. Yeah. But then I have all kinds of stories. Well, I'll give you one right quick. Yeah. Um, Karen and I had uh, some extra time. We decided we'd go to a movie. So, but I get a call just before we go out the door from a friend in Chicago says our, our friend in, in Oregon is dying. He's on a hospice bed. He just mm. told his wife he needs to talk to Barry McGuire. Mm. So I said, Karen, you better drive. I got some business to do. Yeah. So on our way to the theater, in about 10 minutes, I led him to the Lord. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. And he was ready. He was yeah. so ready. Yeah. And I said, Jack, do you know that we're going to spend eternity together? What? Mm. We're going to spend eternity together. Because of what you just did, we're going to spend eternity Oh, man, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He died about a week later. I did that in about 10 minutes. Uh, no, I did that in 50 years. It was 50 years of chumming with him. Yeah. And he gave no response yeah. and no interest until he's dying. Mm-hmm. Karen says, I have a deathbed ministry because I prayed wow. for more people just as they're dying, uh, you know, so powerful. you finally have their yeah. attention. I got a million Dude, stories like heard, that. But I heard, um, heard somebody talking about the man on the cross, um, you know, the, the, yeah. on the Jesus yeah. on the one side, the yeah. man rejected him. The other man was, kind of, hey, this man is righteous. Why are we giving him a hard time? And Jesus says to him, today you'll be with me in paradise. And the story goes, the man dies and he goes to heaven and at, at the gate of, have you heard this? The, no, at, I haven't at, heard At the gate this. of heaven, the, the angel goes, <clears throat> well, well, what are you doing here? And he goes, I don't know, man. I, don't I was I was a criminal. I was they just put me to death. He said, Well, do you know do you know about substitutionary atonement? And the guy goes, I haven't heard of either of those words. I don't know what those are. He says, uh, well, do, do do you know about justification by faith alone through grace? And he goes, You're you're way over my head. I don't and then and so Andrew goes, Well, what are you doing here? He goes, The guy on the cross next to me told me I could come. And to me that just Whoa. you know, you know Oh, you I gotta use that. Isn't that faith? You know, that's oh, just that's, that's love. It's so you know, simple. it's just like it's it's it's, so it's not complex and it's, it's not so an agenda, it's just yeah. Christ showing love through us to, to, to other people. 80% of America is lost. They're in fear. They want to believe there's a God now. They're looking for somebody to tell them. And most incredibly, over 80% of the end church already have a Christian friend in their life mm. that they trust. Wow. We could ignite America with the revival in 30 days if we wanted to. We could. But we're the problem. 
Yeah. They're lost. They have an excuse for all that bad stuff, all those political decisions and votes and legislation. And all that. How do they do that? They're lost. <laughs> During the riots, I saw a kid, and he was, well, he was a kid, probably 20 years old, sat on top of a police car that was on fire, and he was beating his chest and getting pictures. Everybody's taking mm-hmm. pictures of you know, and I was so furious. I don't get angry, but I was angry at him. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit convicted me so quickly. It said, that could be you. Yeah. What? Hmm. If, if, if you didn't know Jesus and you're raised like him, that could be you. Mm-hmm. I got thinking, you're right. Yeah. He's, he's not bad. He's lost. Yeah. These black kids in the ghetto without a dad. Yeah. Yeah. They're lost. Yeah. They're lost. Mm-hmm. I was born in a Christian home. I've, I've, I've been in church since I was, you know, born <laughs> like you, you know. Yeah. I have yeah. no excuse. Yeah. And we're going to keep it to ourselves. Yeah. When you keep it to ourselves, we die. Yeah. We may be on our, heaven, on our way to heaven, but we're just sitting there grumbling and uh, the world crushed in on us. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you see it the other way around, it's like the darker it gets, the brighter our light shines. Absolutely. The slightest smile, the slightest kindness is light. Yeah. People are starving for what we have. And when we do it, you see the responses. You get to do it every day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that wow. The, the way the world is turning, it, it needs our light, you know, the light of Christ in, in and through us. You have a uh, scripture verse from the Old Testament, Isaiah. I, I think it's a phenomenal. Oh, my. A phenomenal. Well, yeah, word. you yes. know, um, from Genesis to Revelations, he tells us to share our faith. We know that. I mean, we've been commissioned. Mm-hmm. We're his Christ's ambassador, you know, yeah, yeah. the great commandments, love me and love your neighbor as yourself, yeah. all those things. I mean, it's, it's replete. So there's right, no and, question about it. Interrupt. Even in uh, Abraham was told to go be a blessing to the nations. Exactly. So Old Testament. Exactly. All, it's yeah. all the way from Genesis way to Revelation. Yeah. You got all this. Yeah. The question is, why? Mm-hmm. What well, to save the lost? Uh, mm. No. Hmm. Wow. That's interesting. No. Secondarily, when the lost. In Isaiah 43.10, if I can talk to you right quick, he's saying, now remember in Jeremiah, he says, before I placed you in your mother's womb, uh, I set you apart to be my prophet, to be my spokesman, okay? That was before you even placed in your mother's womb. But Isaiah 43.10, mark it down, Isaiah 43.10, he says, thus saith the Lord, I appointed you, 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 I'm talking to you now. <laughs> I put you as my witness so that you will believe. If I was God, I would say, I put you as my witness so they'll believe. Yeah. Secondarily, he didn't love you to use you. He loves you because he spends full time with you. Do you know God spends full time with you? He mm-hmm. spends full time with each of us. Mm-hmm. Billions of people, and he spends full time with each of us. His thoughts of us are like the numbers of grain on the yeah. sand. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's mind-boggling it is. that he spends that kind of time with us. He loves us that much. Yeah. And his whole purpose for us is to share him. Yeah. And, and that, he knows that when you share him, you have this kind of experience, that when you share him without scripting stuff, but just sharing him, you love people, and he loves people through you, you experience him flowing through you. Mm. You experience his Holy Spirit speaking through you. He's giving you words you haven't thought of. You know it's coming out of you. You don't even know where it's coming from. And you feel the Holy Spirit reaching that person in front of you. Folks, there's nothing else in the human experience that comes close to rivaling the intimacy with God. And when that happens, nothing's going to take your faith away from you ever again. Mm-hmm. It's interesting he didn't say so that you'll know me more. It was... T- he says, so that you'll know me. Yeah. It's almost like you're not going to really know me, know me. That's, yeah. until you share your faith. Yeah. That's how important it is. That's a good scripture verse. That's, oh. um, it's not one that, it's not the one we put up on our refrigerators. 
or on a coffee cup, but it should be. No, it should be. Really, it should be. Yeah, isn't that powerful? It could be. Oh, it's and we get to powerful. do that every day, wow. every day. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, is that any uh, that Isaiah passage? Do you talk yeah. about that in the book? Yeah, I do talk wow. about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, I, what was I, the was there some kind of nudge? You, you know, we're talking about the nudge. Was there a nudge for you to write this book? And so what was you it? You know, quite frankly, um, Leslie Kennedy has been mm-hmm. promoting me to write this book for a long time, okay. years, because she knows of all the stories yeah. and all the opportunities of Scripture, how powerful they are, I think, we think. They are. Um, no question about but it. But I have said I think the timing is not right because I think it's going to fall on deaf ears in the church. Mm. Until we get down to where people are starting to get desperate, and you start to realize that we are not living in normal, natural days. These days are supernatural. Mm-hmm. Until the church comes alive and starts realizing that these, are, in fact, could be the last days, might be the last days. Uh, mm-hmm. I suspect they are the last days. And get serious about their lost friends. Yeah. Until they're ready to do that, they're not ready for this message. Mm-hmm. The other side is it's hugely, 80% of the church are afraid. They're coming already. Do you know 40% Pew just brought this study out. 40% of the unchurched of, of Americans, no, 40% of Americans now believe we're in the last days. Hmm. I wouldn't even guess they knew what the last days were. Yeah. So are they more or less interested in God? Yeah. You better believe they're interested. Yeah. So God is doing on that side. He's bringing the world up. So they're anxious. We're sitting here with 1% of us. Mm-hmm. And I think the time is now. I think we're heading for the greatest revival in the history yeah. of mankind. Yeah. Uh, Satan is manifesting himself in so many ways right now. I think we're about, maybe Asbury was the first little tidbit mm-hmm. of that, yeah. signs and wonders. Yeah. I think I think we're going to see amazing things. And yeah. It's time for the church to wake up, to get off the bench, mm-hmm. get into the game, yeah. and start having fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a unique... I, I've been to, you know, been my f- almost 40-something years of ministry now, and uh, even in Bible school, probably been to eight or 10 different uh, kind of how-to evangelism seminars from evangelism, some good ones, evangelism mm-hmm. explosion. Yeah, and I've gone to them. They're good. They're yeah, good. I thank God for good, all of them. Yeah, they can be motivational and they can, mm-hmm. they can be stirring and they can give you some good inspirations, but uh, never, not one of those have ever ha- had a link between doing doing this thing we're talking about and having joy. And igniting your yeah. life. Yeah. And it does. It ignites your life. Yeah. 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 That, have you ever, you're, 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 um, so about maybe 10 years ago, I had an experience where the Holy Spirit just fell on me and it gave me a baptism of love. And ever since my wife and I both share your lifestyle, I think yours is probably more pronounced <clears throat> than Keller and I's, but, but we're there, we're on the same page with you. But I have to. Many admit, times you've told me, you know, this sharing faith is more fun than speaking to thousands of people. Is. That it personal is. experience, it's it's different. That's what I told the pastor when I was just preaching. I said that when that man knelt in that, that coffee shop, that that, that was better. I mean, wow. even on the altar call, there was probably six hundred people that came to the yeah. altar call, and several of them were. You, know, you could tell they were getting saved because you know they have that deer in the headlight look when when you at church when you give an invitation yeah. Yeah. to get saved, and they're like, yeah. well, why why'd you call me down for? I mean, I, yeah. I love it. I, I yeah. take some time to explain. But anyway, yeah, that was your right. It was that. But anyway, um, my uh, so I'm I'm just across you like you're going to be my counselor now or my mentor. <laughs> I I have this my 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 life has been ignited, but I go through spurts where maybe I'd say maybe even a month at a time. Usually, usually two weeks I can catch it, but a month at, and I just kind of forget all this. Yeah, I, I like yeah. I, I, and I look back. It's been a mm-hmm. month since I yeah. Was nudged or, or, or obeyed the nudge. I've probably been nudged, but just maybe. Is there anything you could do to help me? Can I say it in car guy terms? Yes, please. Okay. 
You get an old car, all right, and run for a while. <clears throat> and you try to start it. <laughs> you keep working at it. Change the spark plugs, right? You want to get to be the Ferrari. It doesn't happen all at once. Okay. But but this idea of moving everybody, this is the solution to it. Resolve now, move everybody. Not once in a while. I have so many people tell me this story. They have a great faith sharing story that happened uh, last month, last year, three years ago, 10 years ago. They have one. A lot of them are really And I ask, okay, and what did that do for you? Oh, it was incredible. Do you realize you can have this every day? Yeah. If we stop doing it, we stop doing it. But if we do it, the more we do it, the more we want to do it. Yeah. And all of a sudden it gets to be, we've been there for decades now. For us, it's like breathing. Yeah. Or, or like eating. You know, how many times have we talked to our friends about the most amazing meal we've ever had and how much joy it brings yeah. to our life? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but you, exactly. Don't, you don't want to talk about the meal you had. You know, at uh, uh, you know, at Cracker Barrel uh, in the nineteen seventy nine. You know, it's like you, you want to talk about, hey, my wife and I, we'd yeah. love to take you to this restaurant we found. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, that's that's that's. Sometimes Karen and I both get motivated to the same person and find out later we both loved on them. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we both go through life looking. We don't care where we are. We don't care what time time schedule. If somebody has a need, we are there hugging yeah. on them. You know, yeah. and. Um, so and that, loving on them, so, and and you don't know you don't know where those are going to go. You have no idea. Only until we get to heaven. I can't imagine having people coming up and say, you know, remember way back when? I thought, wow, can <laughs> you for eternity? We're talking about changing yeah, lives for eternity. Yeah, a billion years from now, and some people said, boy, I'm sort of thankful. You know, it's like that we're a part of that. Yeah. And I think that's part of where the crowns come. We, you know, then, yeah. then we we have more crowns to lay God's feet Amen. and bless Him and praise Him. God, Amen. you use me. I praise you. Thank you, God. Yeah. It's yeah. the scriptures are so clear, and somehow with much teaching, we've gone into a we're the worst possible time for the for the for the rapture to happen right now. Mm. The church is in a doldrum. We're, we've never shared faith less, quite frankly, even prophecy isn't talked about like it used to be. People are just mm -hmm. asleep at the wheel. It's time to get up and get, yeah. get excited, get into the game. And yeah. the more you do it and find friends that are doing it with you, be encouraged. We have a lot of a lot of friends that are, are as you say, they're, they're good people. But they're mm -hmm. not sharing their faith. They have no interest in it. I look for first love Christians. Mm -hmm. First love Christians, they just, you go to dinner with them and that's all you talk about is God the whole time through yeah. and how they're using their influence, you yeah. know. That's the kind of people. I think yeah. as we come down these days, we may be, be needing to know who our first love Christians are and who the ones that are just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's what uh, the spiritual and moral declension of our nation has, uh, you know, and particularly maybe in the southern parts of the states of the United where it was uh, quite a benefit for you to be called a Christian and go to church. Uh, you know, if you're a real estate agent, it gave you more clients. Yeah. If you sold cars, you had more opportunity. You know, and <clears> now that that's a that's a minus. Like, oh, you're you're a real estate agent, but you're one of those. Yeah. You know, so so Seriously. you can't be. It's not. It's not. Uh, comfortable to be a Christian no, right now. It's, it's not. And but, we've earned that distinction. Yeah. There's there. If you go to Google and ask why are Christians so open into question. Why are Christians so? I've so, told you this before. But yeah. you go there, and why are they so narrow-minded? Why are they so mean, angry, hateful? Why there's nothing about love. Yeah. There's nothing about love. They don't see us as love. Right. That's our fault. Yeah. It's any wonder they don't want to be like us. Yeah. We'll change that. Yeah. And we can change it one person at a time. We often talk yeah. about we can't change the world. 
it's out of control. I can't change the world. You can't. I can change my world. Yeah. And and if each of us changes our worlds, there's 30 million of us. Is if each of us changes our own worlds, we'll, we'll change the world. Yes. Where's there's still hope. We have we have the wherewithal. Numerically, it would be so easy to ignite America with the revival in 30 days. 80 percent of the unchurched have a Christian in their life right now. We could do it. Yeah. Yeah. What would happen if overnight? You know, even 10 million of those 30 I mean, million. Seriously, would, seriously. Yeah, just how many people would be yeah. affected, uh, you know, taxi drivers and restaurant owners. Oh, my and, oh my. Um, It's, it's, it's know, so exciting. Mm, yeah. But the point being, we're not accountable for them. Yeah. We're only accountable for us. Yeah, well, what, what we do. And yeah. and if we take personal accountability, again, that scripture in Ezekiel where he says, uh, you know, you're, you're my watchman on the wall. Your dad loved the scripture a lot. Mm-hmm. He says, if if you know they're going to be lost and you don't warn them, they'll die in their sin, but their blood will be in your hands. Your dad taught that strongly. I remember that? Powerfully. Yeah. So we have responsibility. We all have influence. Yeah. We all have people live under our influence. So what are we yeah. doing with our influence? Yeah, that's right. Just, yeah. just, just be, be aware that— Boy. Well, you, you've brought to our attention in the last two episodes some— Phenomenal things: the the nudge, the fog, the overcoming fear. Uh, you know, these these are things that are that we can put into our life and, now. And, and right now, right now, and out of that, comes starting something, right now, comes out of, you're in the game. Uh, the promise of Romans eight twenty eight that He'll make everything work together for your life starts immediately. Yeah, immediately. Not when you graduate from seminary. No, yeah. no, no. If you resolve right now. From this point forward, I'm going to start moving everybody every day closer to Jesus. And you just find creative ways to do it, just fun things to do. Just love on them and just let them know, you know. Like, I was at, at lunch the other day, okay, and a guy, he goes there for lunch three times a week. Mm. And she walks away. He, he said, this is my friend, Barry McGuire, he walked away. I said, is she a Christian? Oh, I don't know. You come here three times a week. You don't know if she's mm-hmm. a Christian. Does she know you're a Christian? Why don't we know how to do that and get in that kind of conversation? Yeah. I said, you could have easily just said, this is my friend Barry McGuire. He, uh, this is my friend from church. Yeah. yeah. And we spent a lot of time together on Sundays. Yeah. Just then, you didn't offend her. Yeah. yeah. But you immediately told her you're in church every Sunday. Yeah. You have Christian friends. And that in itself would probably bring up a question, well, where do you go to church yeah. or something, yeah. you know? There's yeah. so many ways to do it. To just, yeah. just, and you just get where it's sport. It's you just so, find out uh-huh. different ways to do it. It's so, just fun. Yeah, and it's very natural. I was, yeah. I was with uh, 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 Nikki Cruz lives here in town, and we go go out to eat about once a month or so. And we were together in a restaurant, and, and uh, the waitress came up, and I just said, uh, "You probably don't know this. this when you know, when when you see this guy here, you would have never known." I, I, as older said, I'll give you five guesses what he did before when he was young, and as he said, "I have no idea." And I said, "So he was a gang member." And she goes, like, what, a gang member? You don't look like a gang member. And I said, yeah, but, but you know, God did something amazing in his life. It's just, you know, God will do miracles. And, it was, and that's all we said. Who it's, doesn't it's, want to hear that story? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, but you you have to be aware that you yeah. have that you yeah. have that opportunity. Always that, look for a way. There's always yeah. that you listen. You yeah. be a good listener and you always yeah. listen. And then you play off that. That's right. You and just then, play off. There's yeah. always a way to play off it to bring God into the yeah. conversation. And, then it, and I say do it without rising eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. You do it so it doesn't, it just, they, she, you, you just educated that you're a Christian, you love the Lord, but you didn't bother at all. It's fine. Okay, now I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I tell you, they're, they're, I probably shouldn't get so bothered with this, but but that phony kind of, uh, you know, like uh, you're at a, w- a restaurant and the waitress says, you know, do you want some bread? Uh, well, I don't need her bread because Jesus is the bread oh, of life. Yeah, and right. I was just like, no, <laughs> no, because that, that means nothing to them. 
Yeah. You know, and, it's, it's, and, and the it's lead like, question, they do the, to use the same lead question to everybody, mm-hmm. which probably offends about 99% of the people one time they have a success. But, you know, <laughs> if you were to die right now, do you know where right. you'd go? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where you're like, that's not where you start. That's, Don't, yeah. you never put pe- make people uncomfortable and you never make yourself uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Just what have normal fun. person walks up to somebody else and says, if, if you died, yeah. You know, like, you know, especially in our culture, like, you know, do you have a gun? What are, you, are you threatening me? It's like, there's some crazy stuff. Well, yeah. So whatever you yeah. do that's repetitive, it's a script mm-hmm. and it's not genuine. It's not fresh. Yeah. And we don't need a script to talk to each other or any of our friends. We don't hyperventilate by talking <laughs> to our friends or every script. We're yeah. just friends. Yeah. And we talk to people and we love on people because we want to love on them. And that's yeah. easy. There's no, there's no work required. Yeah. Stay in your so comfort zone and have fun. And then watch God supernaturally move it and go, whoa, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the great things about uh, last episode in this one, Barry, is when I, um, when I listen to somebody preach or uh, on a podcast or at a seminar and they give me content and I go, I want that. But then I, you know, but it's just like it's a half hour, it's an hour, and I heard. Yeah. Uh, but then I want something more that then when yeah. I have a book, yeah, I always buy it because that that's <clears> like okay, I need to absorb this a little more. It's 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 a uh, yeah. I'm inspired. I'm stirred. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this. But then I think yeah. you know getting these a are book these are life changing yeah. scriptures. Forget yeah. what I say in there, but the scriptures mm-hmm. themselves change your life. I cannot begin to tell you how many people, most people who have come back to me about the book have said they've gotten the audio, audible book Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, so they can absorb it more. They yeah. want to hear it. And so in my words, I did the, did the voice. Oh, did it? Yeah. And nice. uh, so, but yeah, that's a timeless message. It's yeah. not a one-time thing. Well, I, that's right. a, they know it's a, it's a message that permeates your whole life Amen. and ignites yeah. your life. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, Barry. It's been inspiring and stirring. Encouraging and challenging, all in all in one fell swoop. So it's uh, great to great to be with you. It's always a joy to see your face. You're always smiling. Your lovely wife and my wife just went out for some coffee or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, they're great I see friends. Them, they're here on the side of the studio. They were probably sharing Christ with somebody at the coffee shop while we were in here. Well, we've known here. each other since you're like. 12, 14, 12 years old, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And 12 when we moved to California, 13. And you've yeah. gone from this young kid that I always was, you had so much going for you as a kid, and to watch you go out to where you become my mentor. I just, I love you. I love working Thank beside you, you. I love wow, your heart. What a nice thing to say. Uh, That's kind and, of, uh, I love you it's too. It's an honor. Greatly honored. Thank you, sir. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in the mission of World Challenge. Thank you for listening and supporting. World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. Visit us online at worldchallenge.org.